0: He is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome back. Good friend Brandon Helwig, UCFsports.com, joins us now. And uh, Brandon, this was a team in UCF, and I know they're coming off a loss, but was was kind of left for dead a couple weeks ago. And John Rice Plumley is healthy and back now and there seems to be a resurgence. West Virginia comes in. They're scuffling a little bit. Is this the, the kind of turning point game for them if they win it?
1: Yeah, this is a really important game, and you're right. UCF was, I don't know, kind of left for dead, so to speak. That Kansas game uh, earlier this month was just not a good performance all around. Uh, John Rice Plumlee attempted to come back uh, from his knee injury. wasn't 100%. He got out of the first series. Thought he felt something pop in his knee. Got kind of scared. They pulled him. You know, checked it out. Later, put him back in. He wasn't effective. And so, but the story that I gave for you saying it wasn't the offense. It was the defense. The defense that was about as, as bad of a defensive performance that you've management Just through you say gave up 399 rushing yards to, to Kansas. And I don't, I think maybe they threw the ball once in the second half. It was just a really terrible performance. Hey, I mean, you know, you could, you know, there's several reasons, you know, that didn't help. There were some guys out with injury and, you know, so you should get through the bye week. They're able to get some of those guys back that were, were not playing guys that got banged up guys that were playing, maybe, you know, 60, 70%. They were able to heal up. They kind of went back to the basics. I, I think it's always a struggle for teams every year. It's like, how, how physical do you want to be in preseason? We, we can practice. You know, you want to keep guys healthy for the season, but they decided we got no choice. We got, to, we got to go ones versus ones. We got to tackle. We, we really got to hit this bye week hard, and they did. And it showed in a positive way against Oklahoma. I think a lot of people were expecting Oklahoma just to blow the doors off the of UCF if you looked at how Kansas treated UCF but it was you know if everyone was watching it was a game you know UCF you know was leading 23 to 17 in that fourth quarter uh you know that 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 defense kind of wore down a little bit at the very end Oklahoma was able to put together you know two quick touchdown drives to pull ahead UCF did you know march on the field and had an attempt to try to tie the game with a two-point conversion they could not convert but yeah the a thing is a moral victory but I think everyone's feeling a lot more optimistic about the last part of the season based on that OU result, but the fact of the matter is they, they now they got to win one. They don't have a, a Big 12 win yet, and they've got to get a win this Saturday or tomorrow against West Virginia.
0: Yeah, if, if they don't, um, that would be five losses in a row, and they kind of have to like really think about – you know what the future is at that point, right? Do you do you start going? Okay, well, let's see, let's see what you have down the stretch because you have you have five games left. Maybe some guys that are red shirts uh, are, are getting opportunities. But if they do get a win, then you start saying, okay, now you're four and four, got to get two more to a ball game, and and then you start maybe hitting the goals you thought you were going to have in year one of the Big Twelve.
1: Yeah, I I still think you know I you know, goals kind of pivot and change based on how the season goes. I, I think UCF, you know, you're fully aware. I think they would have uh, liked to have had that win against Baylor. You know, that was a, a colossal meltdown uh, that you know I've never quite seen something like that before. Uh, but they still want to make a bowl game. I, I still think that's the goal until it's not, until that's not possible. Uh, if if they lose to West Virginia, it gets a, a lot tougher. Although I will say this back stretch of the schedule is probably a bit more manageable uh, in terms of, you know, on paper, maybe more winnable games. But, I mean, that's that's not saying much because every game in the Big 12 is going to be close. You can get get beat by any team, you know, any week. But they have have Cincinnati and Houston in that back part. They got to go on the road to Texas Tech. I know that's not an easy trip, but Texas Tech really hasn't maybe they're kind of underachieving uh this year they've got oklahoma state which all of a sudden looks like one of the better big 12 teams all of a sudden but there are some games they can win but it'll make it a lot easier if they do want to make a bowl game if they can get this win tomorrow against uh the west virginia mountaineers
0: yeah uh, so west virginia runs the ball uh, pretty well uh it's not been so much cj donaldson he's been okay but the quarterback position uh green runs it really well uh they've They've moved the ball that way. This is not the wide open West Virginia offenses of the of the Geno Smith and Stedman Bailey days and uh, Tavon Austin times. So for that defense which has struggled so much in stopping the run, does how do they shore that up down the stretch? Here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious because Oklahoma, you know, for you know, their volta offense with Dylan Gabriel and, and pushing the ball down the field. That probably actually Work to UCF's advantage because it's really stopping the run has been their Achilles' Hill. Uh, Kansas State ran the ball all over UCF. Obviously, Kansas did, and Oklahoma. You know, yeah, they're going to run the ball some, but you know, they're going to try to push down the field. They're going to do some deep throws, and UCF has had a a decent secondary. Um, and to, really, the bigger question, you know, he was talking did the, the defense did they really improve out of the bye week or not? Um, obviously, there's signs of, of optimism based on last week, but we'll really know for sure. You know, did they improve, really improve stopping the run? Uh, we'll really find out because I think, you know, uh, uh, West Virginia, I think they run the ball you know, 60, 65% of the time. They're going to try to run clock. They're going to try to win that time, time of possession battle. And so it would be really important for you to get stopped and get off the field. And that was something they really couldn't do against Kansas State and they definitely couldn't do it against, against Kansas. So, we'll really will do a lot more, you know, this time tomorrow.
0: So, um, how much does John Rice Plumley's presence just change the aura and the vibe around the team?
1: Yeah, it it, it it helps a lot. You know, this is, you know, there was big expectations for him coming into this season. You know he worked a lot to to get better in a lot of you know the quarterback areas. You know he we know he's a really good runner and that's a really good part of his game. But just you know making better decisions, pushing the ball down the field. You know and we really hadn't had a we hadn't gotten really the full glimpse of of how much improvement or, or how good he really has gotten this year because you know, UCF you know like everyone else for the most part you know they're going to open up the season with one of these cakewalk type games and they were all over Kent State. That was a blowout, and then in that Boise State game, you know, that was a game that was a lot closer than it should have been. Uh, John Rice probably played a great game. He just had receivers that couldn't hold on to the ball, and you know, things that should have been touchdowns resulted in interceptions. And then he gets hurt. So we really haven't seen, you know, him play against, you know, at least. Well, the last week was the first week we saw, but he's not 100 percent yet. Uh, I mean, he's wearing this. He you know, had the knee strain, so he has this big brace on on his on his knee. So that the running part of his game isn't quite back yet, but throwing the ball, I mean, he executed a beautiful drive, you know, when it was kind of do or die for UCF late in that game, you got to march down the field and score a touchdown. If you want to have a chance to win this game. And they did exactly that. He made several clutch throws. And just the fact that he's back, I mean, he's the leader of the offense. He's a leader of the entire team. You know, it was, it was kind of a weird stretch for a while when he wasn't in there and just kind of, you know, even though the offense with Timmy McLean, they still were able to put up some points. It just wasn't the same as it would have been with John Rice Plumley. So everyone's crossing their fingers. He's getting close to 100, percent and that he stays stays healthy. Because because if he does, you know we'll we'll see how how good this defense is tomorrow. But if John Rice, if if that defense did improve a little bit, and John Rice and those guys can stay healthy, I, I think UCF has a chance to surprise some folks here in this last last month month of the season or so. So.
0: I know the recruiting numbers are good for UCF, you know, now that they have the big 12 to like, you know, behind them and they, they have all this that they can say, do you think that they were a little surprised at how far they were behind the big 12 roster wise, at least just for this season?
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of an evolving thing in terms of, you know, where are we as a program? How are we going to compete week to week in the big 12? I think it's, I think its depth was was kind of, you know, I mean, everyone kind of knew that going in, you know, you you feel like maybe you've been recruiting at a pretty good level, but do you have the depth if if a guy gets injured and is not going to be available these next next two games? If you get to a fourth quarter, you know, are some of these guys that, you know, maybe you're leaning on them to play a little bit too much during the game. You don't really have the quality reserves to put in, and that's probably what's hurt UCF the most uh, this season. They just don't have a lot of depth, I think. some of these transfer portal guys they recruited, you know, you never know how it's going to work out. I think some of those guys maybe didn't quite pan out as good as they thought they were. And so that, that yeah, that's just got to be the thing going, going forward, but it's always tough. It's tough to maintain that depth because then if you have guys, if they don't, feel like they're getting the playing time they should if they're not a starter type player they want to hit the portal they want to go someplace where they can play a little bit more so that's kind of the fine line and the balance you got to do every year you got to you got to have a good good group of starters but then you also got to you know keep other guys happy and feel like they're going to play a role as well
0: brandon helwig ucfsports.com brandon enjoy the game this week and we'll see if that swing game happens for the night
1: guys thanks Network.com